If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Welcome to the Colossians 3.1 podcast. Whether you've been a Christian your whole life or are new to the faith, we invite you to join our discussion as we dive into theology, objections to the faith, common questions, and hot topics in an effort to better know, love, and follow Jesus Christ. Hey everyone, my name is Barrett Jackson. Welcome to the Colossians 3.1 podcast. I'm one of your hosts, along with Jared Jernigan. Aloha! And Rack Zimsberg. Pleasure to be here. And Sam Draper. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Could be better. Could be worse. Could be worse. We, uh, you know, we've got a, we've got a lot of different minds around this table. Um, four. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to tip the hat to, to. Uh, Zach and Sam for being our being our uh, resident experts of the Bible <laughs> here. Um, but anyway, last week we talked about the question we posed was: um, Can a Christian lose salvation? And Zach, you want to take you want to give us a a, a thirty second. Overview. Yes, me to give a thirty yes. seconds. <laughs> I, I, I don't. It's a challenge. Know if that's, that's the thing. It's a yeah. challenge. Yeah. You want me to give a thirty second one? Yeah. Or you could give a one second. The answer is yeah. Uh, no. The answer is no. A Christian cannot lose salvation. No. A true believer that is accepts Jesus Christ. No. No. Based on, and we can trust that information based on several scriptures that we can point to in the four Gospels. Is really where we pointed to last week. Yeah. Morals, anything Paul wrote. Right. Yeah, a lot more than Zach, you know, had time yeah, to we, go we through. Didn't have time or yeah. to go through. But right. Yeah. And so what I if, think the biggest one though is the one in Ephesians that I that I read about the Holy Spirit upon believing the Holy Spirit is a deposit guaranteeing the inheritance of the believer. And the inheritance of the believer is eternity with Christ Jesus. So if that Holy Spirit being a member of the Trinity, being God, is your guarantee. What can thwart that? Right. Nothing. Right. Right. So one of the questions I, I started to pose towards the end of the last podcast was, how can we be sure that a new believer is a true believer? Mm-hmm. Right? So let's, um, even, even, even a, not even necessarily a new believer, uh, uh, myself, a believer of, I don't know, 20 years. How can I be sure that I am a true believer? So really the true answer there is if they got wet in the tank, if they've been baptized, they're in. Including sprinkling. <laughs> I love your southern <laughs> accent. It's phenomenal. <laughs> he should have one. He is from Texas. Yeah. I'm from Dallas. Okay. This is in Texas. It, it, Dallas is Yankified. Is it really? Okay. That's where all the Yankees moved to. They moved down and they settled okay. in Dallas. Okay. Okay. And so now I, I do have East Texas relatives that let's just say my, my in-laws and my parents, when they first met, could not understand each other. Hmm. Well, when you get East Texas, don't you get a bit of Cajun there too? Sometimes maybe not that far South. I don't know. Whatever. We're off topic. Yeah. <laughs> so how, how can we be sure? <laughs> 
Oh yeah, I say how you how you be sure? Well, if you're from Texas, if you're from you're, Texas that's God's country, right? Amen. I would. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't it be easier to, to analyze your own self, whether or not? Oh, you know, it's other it, than someone else. Okay, well, let me take you to Second uh, Corinthians thirteen, real quick. Um, you know, Paul talks about why Sam's going there. You know, Paul talks about in Romans that we know we're children of God. His spirit, the Holy Spirit, bears witness with our spirit. Say that again. Please. We can know that we're children of God because his spirit, the Holy Spirit, bears witness with our spirit. Paul, Paul says that in Romans. Bears witness with our spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, so, so yeah. So Romans 8 talks about that. Second uh, Corinthians 13. Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Mm. Mm. Test yourselves, or do you not realize this about yourselves that Christ Jesus is in you, unless indeed you fail to meet the test? I hope you will find out that we have not failed the test. But we pray to God that you may not do wrong. Not that we may appear to have met the test, but that you may do what is right, though we may seem to have failed. For we cannot do anything against the truth, but only for the truth. So, Paul says there, examine yourselves. Take a hard look in the mirror. Um, James, we talked about, he talks about the be doers of the word yeah. and not hearers only. Um, so, there is call to use discernment and say, okay, am I actually doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Um but there's also assurance in there that a you know, the holy spirit testifies so so i've had this question in a pastoral sense people ask you know like they've either they've they've had a period of time where they've been living in sin mm. unrepentant sin or they're struggling with something uh, uh stronghold sin that just can't seem to get rid of like an addiction one of the things i point to is does your sin bother you mm. because if the holy spirit holy spirit is going to lead us in all truth uh second uh, corinthians 7 talks about godly sorrow that leads to repentance but there's worldly sorrow that, that leads to death so do, do you have sorrow over your sin? Well, I believe that that's the Holy Spirit like saying, hey, Sam, stop this. Now, we've talked before about God's wrath and God's anger. And one of the, one of the worst things I think God can do to us is, is let us go. Uh, Romans 1 talks about how God gives people over. So if God says, I'm done with you, and the Holy Spirit is no longer uh, being that, that voice, that still small voice saying, hey, let, let's, let's come back to the, to the truth over here. Let's come back to Christ over here. Then I, I don't imagine that person is going to care about their sin. So if, if you're bothered by your sin, that's a good sign. I think, too, um, because people listening to this, this stuff's personal. We can all relate to it. We all 
our brothers in the Lord. And, and I can think of extensive period of times in my life where my sin did bother me. No one else knew it bothered me, but me. And I certainly wasn't even, even attempting to cover that sin or stop doing it. I was enjoying relishing, uh, in it, but there was still guilt. But when we're, you know, we've been talking about a true believer and, and at that time, None of you, Jared knew me, but we weren't friends. I mean, we, right. we didn't, not like, definitely not like we are now. Mm-hmm. But no one would have gone, oh, that Zach boy, he, that is a good Christian boy. You know, nobody would have said, my grandmother would have, <laughs> because I love my best behavior with grandma. But no one else would have, they wouldn't have said I was some terrible whatever either, you know, but you know, things I was doing after hours or whatever certainly wasn't promoting a godly life. And I, and again, I, it's that whole struggle kind of that Paul talked about. Paul was actually attempting to live a godly life and still struggled with the flesh. I wasn't even attempting to live a godly But I never doubted my faith. I often prayed for forgiveness, although I would get up after doing it and just decide to do the same thing. It was a, it was a terrible it's not the way it's supposed to be done. I think everybody probably listening and it's in here can think of a time in life. You do know it was wrong. You were sorry for it, but the people around you wouldn't know that about you right? based on how you were living. My point in all this is it doesn't change the fact you are saved. That's the fruit inspection. And that's where, and again, I want to reiterate to the point Sam's been making the whole time is, it's not any man's, any one man, woman, whoever's job to judge another one's heart. I don't know if Barrett, you're really saved or not. And theologically, biblically, I have no clue. You know, and that's, mm. I have no idea. I, I see the, I don't agree with that. I see the, I see the evidences of a man who's dedicated his life to Jesus, who believes in Jesus who loves Jesus, who's a follower. And I can confidently say, Barrett's my brother in the Lord. I believe that with all my heart. But I'm not the one who it's so de facto gets to say, just like Sam said, and, and I yeah. say this all the time too, there's going to be a lot of people that we were like, well, how in the world did you make it up here? Mm-hmm. That's impossible. And, and, or where's, and where's, where's, where's that person? Bobby Sue. How did, where's Barrett? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's going to, there is no... Yeah. Individual assurance, I think, is the topic that should be discussed because I can't have assurance that and this is a hard topic. I can't have assurance that Brinley and Zoe are saved. Right. But you can see fruit. I like can we see about. I can see fruit. I can see fruit and know, but I don't ever really know if the full heart transformation happened. And I the last week I talked about people you grow up with, right? We've talked about the people. You would say are God-fearing people, people who love the Lord, submitted their lives, served in the church. They come in a period of time, and they're really, their sins are no different than mine were for a period of time. Do they come out of that? Were they ever saved to believe with? Was it just kind of a, you don't, you, I don't know. I don't believe any one of you know. Right. All I can do right now is, is pray and hope yeah. that those people follow Jesus they love. But I, right now, their life didn't demonstrate that. I don't. Yeah, you know, I love them, but I don't want any part of that lifestyle. But we no. can. Can we not trust the fruit? I guess that's the question. I'm but when the fruit isn't godly, what are you to do? 
But if, it, if so, the fruit is godly. So so what's so what's the fruit? And Jared, I've well, been here before. Well, and actually, I'm I I think I'm casting something else on it. I think that you know, and, and I mean, I, I very much believe in that. You know, if if you you know, I mean, like James says, you know, show you know, yeah. show show me, you know, I'll show you my works. But um, I do think you can look around in the world and find people who you know are like they are not Christians. They will tell you they are not Christians, but they are very good at loving people. And like, if they were Christians, you'd say, "Oh, that's you know, that's their fruit." But like. You know, I, I can't come up with anybody, you know, but like, you know, just just somebody who, you know, is, you know, believes in Islam or whatever. But by by their by like what you see in their life, if they were a Christian, you'd say that was fruit. But what what do we do with that? Yeah. You know, so in, in my case, you know, Zach shared his history. In my case, it was I was the very opposite. I was. Uh, by all the external appearances had everything together because my sin was secret mm. alone um you know in in the dark type thing we've all had those too i mean that's, yeah mm-hmm. and well yeah I'm, I'm like the the big one but and it was it was like okay i do the thing i feel horrible pray to god please forgive me the next day same pattern um but the Holy Spirit didn't give up on me to the point where uh, I finally got the ultimatum. Like, I, I, this is what I understood him to be saying Sam, you will deal with this or I will destroy you. You know, now whether that was being like, I will let you face all the consequences you have coming <laughs> for doing this, um, or if he was going to hit me, throw a bus at me and, just take me out but it was you know it was kind of like the patience of god and it was this was like the very clear all right patient patience is done with mm-hmm. you have a choice to make are you going to come back to me or not now when i did come back to him it was grace it was mercy it was forgiveness it was kindness um, when for a long time I, you know, I couldn't forgive myself, and yet he surrounded me by with people who who showed me his his love and, and his kindness. Um, so in in that sense, we don't know the secret dark places, and we don't know who was just a really good liar. You know how many how many stories of of pastors who are doing stuff, and then they have this very public. Like, oh, like awful, horrible, horrendous things he was doing in secret. Um, I, I know a guy who he's in jail now because for he was 65. And from the time he was in junior high, he was doing stuff that gets you on the lowest rung of the ladder in prison. If you, mm-hmm. you know, people didn't know, hadn't been caught. Um, so, so yeah, we, we have to admit there's limits. We can, we can look at people's fruit and we can do our best to discern the fruit, seeking wisdom from the Holy spirit. And certainly when we're looking at teachers, if I got, if I got one Bible preacher who, uh, is having an affair with his, with his wife and one who 
I, I have seen no evidence of that, but by their everything else seems to be following. They seem to be acting like Jesus. Let me learn from the guy who's acting like Jesus, the guy who seems to be living out what he's teaching. And if I find out later, oh, he's not actually living it out. Well, okay, then let me find somebody else to learn from. So, so we can use discernment and, you know, we had, we had guys in the church. There's, there's levels of serving and leading within the church. You know, the guy who is um, uh, beginning stages of his recovery on, from alcoholism. Yeah. He can greet, greet at the door. He can, you know, he can mow the, you know, be part of the team, but, but I'm not, I'm not asking him to lead a small group but maybe a, a year two years into his recovery say hey okay let's let's see where things are are at if there's a leader in the church who has a comes to light a significant sin it's like okay you're gonna need to step down from you know we we cannot trust you with this position right now once you step back be fed, learn, grow, we be surrounded by community and over time bring this. So there's, there's discernment for those things. But as far as I know for sure, this person's in, I just have to admit there are limits to what Sam Draper is able to know. Man looks at the outward appearance. God looks at the heart, but you can have assurance of that. Sam is a child of God. You just can't have assurance that Zach has. Only Zach can have that. Yeah, and, and because of, of the connection I have with the Holy Spirit, right. both when he disciplines me right. or when he chastises me or when he encourages me, you know, he he hasn't given up on me. Right. He hasn't destroyed me. But, but your amazing example in your life, though, you only out of that because you knew the Holy Spirit was disciplining, working, going, and that's the discernment of the Holy Spirit because he's in you. Right. So you, Sam, you knew as, you know, like Paul said, you may have felt like I'm the least of the least wretched man that I am, but you knew you were covered by the blood because of the promises. But you if that was Jared or Barrett or me, you can't know that about us because you don't know. That's the God thing. That, that's what I'm trying to say is right. Sam sure. could know the assurance of Sam's salvation, mm -hmm. but we can't know it about anybody else. We can have the discernment of the fruit. There's likelihoods. There's certainly prayer and sure. hope, and, but you don't, yeah. you don't know. Now, talking about the fruit, I, I do want to bring this up. Galatians chapter 5. Mm. Okay, we're going to talk about fruit. We got to talk about Galatians 5. Uh, Galatians 5 16, but I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Okay. And so I'm not walking. That's, uh, you know, walking by the spirit is, is an active pursuit of, yeah. you know, if I'm, if I'm trying to please God, I'm not trying to please the flesh. Okay. There, there's opposites here. For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. They are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the spirit, you're not under law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, 
sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I did before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay? And I would say you got to interpret scripture with scripture. So, like those who do such things in terms of they're, they're not pursuing the thing, they're, that's their, that's their desire. They've, they've said, no, not following God. I'm pursuing these things over here. But, verse 22, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Okay. Mm. Now, again, interpret Scripture with Scripture. I think Scripture points out that we are works in progress. He who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. But it's not a immediate change overnight. So we're in this in-between stage where we are, some days I'm walking in the spirit, some days I'm walking in the flesh. The more that I am actively pursuing the spirit, I'm getting into the word, I'm getting into prayer, I'm <clears throat> staying away from things that I know are going to tempt me and trigger my flesh. That's walking in the spirit and keeping in step with the spirit. Um, you know, one, one of the best things in recovery, you know, if, if all, if let's say you're an alcoholic and all you do is think, don't drink, don't drink, don't drink, stay away from alcohol, stay away from alcohol, stay away from alcohol. What are you doing? You're thinking about alcohol. You're thinking about alcohol all the time. Instead, you pursue something else. How can I please God? How can I know God? How can I learn from God? How can I draw close to God? Let your mind be so filled with God that all this other stuff gets crowded out. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's the, the path to recovery um, in terms of addiction. Uh, there's an, oh, okay. There's another passage of scripture I was looking for from 2 Peter. Uh, come on. Um, Second uh, Peter chapter one verse three. His divine power has granted us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of Him who called us to His own glory and excellence, by which He has granted us His great and very precious promises so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature. I love that idea that we're taking on the character of God. Not to be mistaken by the Mormons. But Correct. Yeah. We're not, we're becoming like God. Yeah, not God. By um, doing what again? Uh, pursuing godliness, Holiness, uh, the knowledge of, of Christ. 
um, by which he has given us his, his promises so that we may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. Here's what I really want to get to, verse 5. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith virtue, and virtue, and add to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and self-control steadfastness, and steadfastness godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he has been cleansed from his former sins. So the point of, of me bringing that up is it talks about this adding to, this growing, this it's not perfection, it is are we moving more? Is, are these qualities like love? Are they ours and increasing? So when I when I <clears throat> look at myself now versus where I was a year ago, am I more like Jesus now than I was back then? Next year, am I going to be more like Jesus then than I am now? Now, if I think I'm just, well, if I, I, first of all, if I think I've arrived, no. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think Paul, like when he, he was about to be executed is like, I fought the good fight. I finished the race. I've kept the faith until then, until the very end, it was, uh, you know, Hebrews 12, let us throw off everything that hinders and run with perseverance, this race. So, so one of the things I, I try to encourage people as disciples, are you continuing to grow? Are you uh, continuing this fight with your flesh and with your, with your sin? Now, <clears throat> there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be pits and valleys. There's going to be uh, times where we fail. But on the trajectory of our lives, are we growing into the image of Jesus or not? So when I, when I talk about fruit, that's the kind of thing I, I want to, I hope to see in people. I hope to see in myself. Imitate me as I imitate Christ. Now, somebody who's just been baptized, they, they got a ways to go. Thief on the cross Jesus said, today you'll be with me in paradise. He didn't have much time to demonstrate fruit. So, but a baby Christian, I expect to act like a baby Christian. Person who's been following Christ for 20 years, I expect them to act like an adult Christian. And when the person who's been with Christ for 20 years acts like a baby Christian, then we say, okay, you've got some some developmental issues here what's going on mm -hmm. uh go ahead Jared. no i just no i didn't have anything i was sure. just gonna... i was gonna say uh one quick point on 
earlier thing we were talking about in regards to the Holy Spirit is I can probably say that all of us have had a moment where we felt the Holy Spirit, inter, you know, uh, come across us in a conversation, uh, help us in a conversation, or or you get that wave of, wow, I've got to go talk to that person, and that's not me. I just know that the Holy Spirit's talking to me, and I've got to go do what he's telling me to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think that that simple, quote-unquote, moment is assurance. Because the Holy Spirit's in us, we have salvation, right? The Holy Spirit wouldn't come in if we didn't have our salvation, correct? Absolutely. Right. So I just wanted to, that was a simple thing for me, for self-assurance. is like, man, that's, that's, I don't know, it's powerful. I'd like to read um, the very end of 1 John 3 and and the first part of 4, and I, I know we won't have time for anything else, but we keep saying, I just want to throw this in because we've been on an apologetic kick. Sam just finished a worldview class. And for any of you who listen, who don't, who don't do that, there are other belief systems that claim Jesus, but it's not, it's not the Jesus of the Bible. So first John three, sorry, verse 23 says, and this is his commandment that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ and love one another as he gave us commandment. Now he who keeps his commandments abides in him and he in him. And by this we know that he abides in us by the spirit of whom he have, whom he has given us. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist. We read from First John earlier, which you heard was coming and is already in the world now. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are of the world, therefore they speak as of the world, and the world hears them. We are of God. He who knows God hears us. He who is not of God does not hear us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So, there you have it. Jared, any comments before we close? I do not. No, I think that's a good closure. I do too. Come back again. Come back again. Please do. That's Next week, we, we have terrible on. endings. We yeah, we, yeah, yeah, it was like, well. That. We apologize. Yeah. We'll work on our transitions to the I end. was staring at Jared's hat. It's a distraction. <laughs> Was that this episode? Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe every episode just ends with "I'm sorry." <laughs> so with that, I'm sorry. 